Let's go. An Indian, a fifth-year Ram, a Rampage, a River King, a QB you need. Also a Lego fanatic and the best bags partner. Next, wait to shovel your uh, snow, y'all, in that lawn. Throwing touchdowns right as you spawn. Beating DBs like they are a pawn. Joining the podcast is Isaac Hahn. Welcome to the podcast. Wow. Round of applause for Mickey Hines. Oh, my gosh. That was good. I messed up there. I should have rehearsed it a little bit. But, ladies and gentlemen, here on the podcast is Isaac Hahn, one of my good friends. We played ball at Cornell together and been friends ever since. But he has continued his football journey in ways that people typically don't hear. So, that's why it's the really interesting thing I wanted to have y'all on. So, Isaac, give us the Sparks Notes version of kind of your career path so far in football. Well, I mean, even the Spark Notes version, I feel like is pretty long. So, <laughs> um, well, I mean, I guess we'll just we'll start from when, when I was little. I won't make it like super long, but obviously, I started just kind of how a lot of other kids start. Started with flag football. My dad played football in high school, so he wanted me to get into it. He wanted me and my brother to do as many sports as possible, and so football was one of the ones that he wanted us to at least try. And I'd say just from there, it's kind of stuck. So. Played flag football, played middle school football, um, played high school football. We played uh, the very own uh, Mount Vernon Mustangs. Mickey and I actually played each other in a game. That was also our first uh, Saturday game. Yes. Because it got right out, remember? Yeah, it was <laughs> lightning us out on Friday, and so then we played on Saturday. Yep. Um, and then played, yeah, started two years on the varsity. Um, and then from there, didn't really have a whole lot of offers. I knew I wanted to go and play college football. And, like, if I wasn't able to, then I'd just go be a college student. But um, I wanted to play college football and um, didn't have a lot of offers. But, I mean, I'm also kind of small, so that's not really shocking. Um, went, did a bunch of camps, um, traveled a bunch of places to go, like, do, like, tryouts and stuff or camps to get my name out there. Sent out a lot of film, a lot of tapes, a lot of highlight emails, everything that I could to get my name out there. Um, I did all that work and I ended up going 20 minutes down the road to Mount <laughs> to Cornell College. Nice. So, uh, which I mean, I, I do not regret any of those decisions. And, uh, I mean, coach Dykus, who was the offensive coordinator at the time, he, um, he was the only coach to show up to one of my games. So that kind of just, was a little extra incentive that I don't, I don't know. I just really wanted to go to Cornell that after that, I was like, you know what, this coach made the effort. I'm also going to make the effort to go to Cornell. So it kind of all just fell in line. And then um, Cornell, once we got there, didn't play my freshman year, which wasn't surprising. Uh, I didn't really expect to play my freshman year. We also had uh, DB, um, who was going to be setting a bunch of records and stuff. He was playing on um, coming back. The coaches were playing on him coming back. Um, unfortunately, things didn't work out. So I was really excited coming into Cornell to learn from him. Um, and gaining a bunch of knowledge from him because he's obviously had a very successful career at Cornell. So that was something that I was really looking forward to. And it was just kind of sad that it didn't um, work out. But um, so I didn't play a lot my freshman year, but I really learned a lot and kind of enjoyed the process. Um, I was trying I was getting my name in there for the scout team MVPs on offense. So I was, I was doing what I could because I just wanted to play. My dad always says, hey, like, um, you get, there's way more practices than there are games. So like, enjoy the practices, have fun. Like I had the realization, like, Hey, I'm a college athlete. There's only, I think the stat is like 7% of all yeah. high school athletes are going to be college athletes, something like that. So 
I mean, I was one of the 7%. Like, that's that's awesome. So I got to wake up every day and do that. Um, my sophomore year, I saw a little bit more playing time. Um, I just wanted to play. So um, for me, getting on the field, um, the best way that I could do that was uh, long snapping. So I started my first start ever in college was at long snapper. So, I mean, I did, I did my job. I was, I wouldn't say I was like the best or anything, um, but did my job. I had a lot of like penalties called in favor of Cornell because I'd run down the field and I get absolutely blindsided and smoked nice. by somebody. And we get a blindside, we get flagged for that. Like it was perfect. So um, helping out the team, how I could, um, my first ever start at quarterback was my sophomore year against Monmouth, who is like the best team in the conference. That and we actually, cool. I mean, it was pretty close. Like I felt like for the, well, not close, but we started close battling. Close should have been. Yeah. We've started battling back there in like the third, fourth quarter. We had, we got some momentum rolling um, there. So, um, but yeah, I mean, after that, then junior year rolled around. Um, started off the season as a starter. I mean, was the start of the whole season um, at quarterback. Uh, just learned a lot. I felt like I had a pretty solid season, both passing and running for the most part. So that was awesome. I think I was like top two or three in the conference for passing yards and all-purpose yards on offense. So that was pretty awesome. Um, and senior year, COVID kind of <laughs> happened. So, I mean, that kind of put a stump in things. Um, and then, I mean, yeah, super senior came around, um, or the opportunity for me to come back for a fifth year came around because of COVID. So I got COVID year. I took advantage of that because at the time I'm like, I don't know, like when I'd ever get to play, get the opportunity to play football again. And kind of looking back at it now, I laugh a little bit because I played like this is my second season of being outside of college and potentially playing football again. So <laughs> I was like, my, my mindset going into that was like my, for my fifth year was I'm not going to probably get this opportunity again. Um, so I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm glad I did. I learned a lot during the COVID year and um, my super senior year. So I got to shout out my uh, offense coordinator and QB coach, uh, Matt King. He taught me a lot um, just schematically. Um, he helped me like read the defenses a little bit better. I like my knowledge of football has like drastic, drastically improved over those two years, just getting a different um, side of things. So, I mean, and then after that, I mean, uh, I think I went dormant for, for a year and then I got on the a, couch. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, I was, I was still working out and stuff and, uh, I started dipping my hand into, um, coaching a little bit there. So I, um, started my first year at, uh, Marion high school. So I went back to where I, where I was playing for high school and I started yeah, coaching on. there, um, tried to give back to football cause I really enjoyed everything that I learned in football. So I figured I'd try to give back there and then, um, yeah, so then after that, I got a just a random like messenger message off of Facebook <laughs> from a coach. Um, he's like, "Hey, I'm putting together a team um, in in the Cedar Rapids area, or our team is relocating to Cedar Rapids. Would you be interested in joining the team?" I said, I'm, "Sure. I mean, I'm for me. I don't want to close any opportunities. I don't want to close any doors." I want to be open to every opportunity possible. I'm not going to say no. I want to at least give it a shot before I make my, like not make my decision, but then see if 
hey, maybe this isn't for me or not. Um, so said yes, started doing some practices. It was just a semi-pro football team, nine-man league. Uh, we travel kind of all over like the Midwest area. So we played some games in Minnesota. Um, most of our games were actually in Minnesota if we did travel. We had a couple in Iowa. So, I mean, that was a lot of fun, something to stay in shape. Um, it's kind of like a like a competitive slow pitch softball, but like yeah. for football, so that was a lot of fun. Um, and I know like when coming out of call or yeah, coming out of college, um, the Cedar Rapids Titans had always been a team yep. that had been around an arena uh, indoor football team. And so we had gone like when I was younger in middle school, like we had gone to some of the games um, like our choir in middle school. Uh, we're singing the national anthem. So like we awesome. got invited to those things. And so going to those, like I thought that was like so cool. Um, and in college, like that was going to be my goal was like, Hey, you know what? I want to try out for the indoor team. Why not? Um, like we're going to see what happens. Uh, worst thing they can say is no, Hey, you're not on the team. Then I know, like, you know, I gave it my best shot. Why not? Um, but then when I got done with college, like they weren't around anymore that league actually kind of went dormant for like from COVID till this 2024 season so um so I, I was like well I, I didn't think I'd get my chance just because they went dormant um I didn't know when that next opportunity would be for me to try out for them um and then found out they the Titans changed their name and had different ownership and they are now called the Cedar Rapids River Kings um, and like one day it was just kind of like a fluke thing. I like looked them up, their Facebook page came up and then on the Facebook page, it said, try out in Cedar Rapids at this place. And I was like, Oh no way. No this, way. Is, this, what is exactly what, this is exactly what I was looking for. Um, so I, I emailed the owner and, and just tagged a bunch of like highlight videos. I wasn't going to be able to make the tryout, but I still wanted to try out. Like I was going to do everything, like whatever worked. I was going to do it because um, I didn't want any like special like treatment or anything like that. Uh, like I wanted, I wanted to do the work. I want to do the trial. I want to do the workout. So I mess emailed the owner. Um, sent him just like a long email giving pretty much my whole synopsis of what I'm telling you now. Um, and then tag like all the highlight video that I had. So like high school, college, semi-pro, all of it, tagged it all, um, sent it to him. And then sent like a follow-up email, probably like four or five days later. Um, they got back to me and he said, Hey, we would love to set something up with you. Uh, we can do like an individual tryout. We love your film. Um, we think you could be potentially a good um a good addition to the team since we're restarting everything. We want to come out with a bang. Um, so they allowed me to try out, did the tryout, um, signed a camp contract. So I'm now part of the the camp roster um, cause it's set up just like the pros, like the NFL. So like you go into camp, you have however many guys in camp, but then at the end of camp or throughout camp, That's you'll get, they'll cut people. Cause uh, the league just announced it was, I think 26 guys on the roster. Cause this is an eight man football league. Um, it was 26 guys was the max on the roster. They bumped that up to 30. So, and there's, maybe 40, 45 guys going to camp. Ooh. So, um, 
So that's my, uh, th- I say, so that's my, that's me looking forward. I'm trying to, that's my next step right now is to try to make it through camp and make it on the team is the, is the goal. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of a whole synopsis of my, of my football. That is, yeah. So if you're days, sitting so. back. Kind of long-winded, but. No, that's a, awesome. And I'm going to kind of debrief or kind of like talk about your entire path. First off, I'm repping like all Isaac Hahn gear. Got the yeah, yeah. Cornell. Well, you got that hat from me. So. Exactly. Yeah, so I had to rep it. I don't wear it. Like, this is the only hey, time I, I think I've worn it since you gave it to me. But, I, I mean, going back care. all the way from when you were a child, right? Your parents. Now, parenting, first off, is hard, as you know, about baby Bentley. Like, you obviously want your kid to try. When you have a kid one day, you're going to want him to do football, right? Same yeah. with him. Uh, so it's really just like how your dad – had that lifestyle right he still goes works out he's still getting his jumper worked on right yeah. he's still golfing yeah. all the time he showed you how to do that and i think that's what you know points you in that life direction there's plenty mm-hmm. of people that oh go do it go do it but they don't show it right that's why i'm a physical mm-hmm. educator that's why i still work out and anyway if i didn't i think i'd go insane but like, i want to show them yeah. like hey you can do it right like you can go play football um now talking about your college career right seven percent i think it's even less than that go on to play college sports mm-hmm. and people all the time D3 or bust, right? I tell my students, I say it a lot here on the podcast, like, it means a whole lot, Isaac's like, go play, even at the D3 level, right? You're playing mm-hmm. against other dudes who made that system. You're playing college ball, right? Sometimes it may not seem like that, that it is, but it is. I mean, you're going to school, you're mm-hmm. working out, you're going to practice, and then in the off season, all that as well. So mm-hmm. I like those individuals who really highlight those careers, right? Highlight those things like, oh, I just got, you know, an offer here, here. Like, it's still an offer. They're offering you a roster spot, right? You right. can't just go walk on somewhere. Hey, can I join your team? It's like, well, you got to do a tryout. We're just not going to accept you. You know, well, I'm uh, going back, going back to the, uh, the D1 or bus um, thing or like D3 or bus. Yeah, whatever yeah, you said yeah, D, yeah. Um, like, I'm sure you were kind of in the same mindset that I was when I was, like, a freshman, sophomore in college. It's like, I'm going D1. Like, like it's either D1 oh, or yeah. bus. Like, that's exactly, that's like, that was exactly my mindset when I first started, like, oh, like, I should look at, like, colleges and see kind of, like, what I can do here and stuff like that. And then, like, as I got older, it's like, okay, well, D2 is an option. I could go play D2. Like, D2 ball would be fun. Yeah. Like, that, like, it's not D1, but it's D2. Like, that's fine. It's all right. It's still football. And then, like – as I got older, it was like, okay, D3 NAIA, give me a shot. Let's go. I just want to play football. Like, I love the game. Give me a shot. Give me an opportunity. And I just think it's funny because I'm sure other guys were in the same situation. But um, just going in and thinking, like, oh, I'm D1, and then how your mindset changes as you get older yes, and closer so. to that exciting point that, hey, I just want to play football. I don't really care what level it is. Like, I just want to be on the team on the roster like yeah i know yeah i mistake it's d1 or bus not d3 or bus no no you're i know what you told me you don't want to walk out to back and black on the iowa hawkeyes where the black and yellow like that oh right i mean that would have been awesome right i I would feel like that's every kid's dream here exactly but then you know the older i got in some of those older students who i went to school with like they started going the d3 route i'm like okay like this is cool i can go those routes and then those schools showed interest just so just how coach dyke showed interest in you you get an interest from coaches, like you're trying to send out film to everybody. It's like, all right, these are the coaches who actually are offering me something because I just want to mm-hmm. go play football. I had a right. different scenario with injuries and whatnot. It kind of made me, you know, go that route. But, like, I was so happy that I did, so happy that mm-hmm. I played. Like, we play college football. Like, yeah, I don't yep. care if it's D3, this or that. Like, it's still the same thing. It is still under the NCAA. We couldn't go sports gamble at the time, all right? Mm-hmm. We couldn't do that or else we'd get couldn't. kicked on the TV, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So it's just awesome to hear another person that went the D3 route. Obviously, I have a lot of, you know, Cornell people on here. 
and just mm-hmm. the reasoning behind it. Like Coach Dyke is showing up to your game. Like people still show up. Like he, I know yeah. the Iowa Hawkeye coaches. Phil Parker came to one of our Williamsburg games that I, uh, the team that I coach for. Like he's coming for his athletes. Mm-hmm. Cornell still does that too. Um, so that's awesome. Uh, next you go into uh, this kind of goes into my next question too. But after you graduate, right, fifth year senior. You wanted to come back, had more to show. I, you know, that was always me with my injuries. I didn't go the uh, fifth year route because like, I kind of needed to stop and give my body a break. But uh, let's talk about Rampage and just kind of like the crazy atmosphere that was. It's a semi-pro league, but you had to go mm-hmm. get your own gear. Like yep. you said, it was the competitive slow pitch. And it was, mm-hmm. what, was it eight-man as well? or Nine-man. Nine, nine, man. This one nine, was nine. Man, right? Because you didn't have yep. the tackles. Um, right. So how was playing with like nine guys, like two less dudes on the field? So like it was, it was definitely a change because obviously the like I'm used to seeing the line like we got five across and maybe a tight end so it's like six guys on the line like it's like wide, and even like when you have wide nines like the the ends all the yeah. way out, like it's still gonna take them a, a couple seconds even if they don't get blocked to get right to you so you still got a little bit of time in the nine or yeah the nine man, they get to you a little faster, um. The like we don't have um like obviously some of the guys like the skill level um there is just anywhere from they played like middle school football all the way to like college athlete. So there's a like a wide oh, range wow. of skill okay. throughout like the whole team, the whole league. Um, but yes, you did have to go get your own equipment. I was fortunate enough, um, I was still coached, like I kept a bunch of my uh Cornell gear. Uh, or like the stuff that I had for Cornell, so like my girdle, yeah. my cleat, I had uh, my arm sleeves, I had undershirts, I had all that except for helmet, shoulder pads, and pants. Those were the only three things that I didn't have. So um, I was lucky enough that there was uh, like online sites, like secondhand online sites. Um, like I think I did like sideline swap for like my oh. helmet, and I got a nice like speed flex for like two hundred bucks. Nice. Um, some of the pads were popped. So like I had to go and like replace those, which like, that wasn't like terrible. Um, I was fortunate enough that like I was still coaching at Marion. Um, I did check with like the booster club, um, the head coach of the football team and stuff to see like if, um, I could use maybe like the shoulder pads. Um, cause I didn't want to get in trouble. I didn't want them to get in trouble. So I asked <laughs> them, um, they were, they were nice enough to let me use the shoulder pads um, for this season, they just said, Hey, like, obviously, if anything breaks, like, you'll be on the hook for it, or yeah. um, like, just make sure you return it in as good of condition as you got it or try to. And so, um, so I was very fortunate on that. And then, um, pants, pants, you can kind of find anywhere. So that was, that was really it. And, uh, I mean, you know, me, I use the, I use the volleyball knee pads instead of like the actual knee pads nice. and pants. I just, I find it works way better. Um, I actually, also had a problem in like my like my one big injury knock on wood here um in sport in uh football was like I burst my bursa sack on my knee oh that's still fun like that like swelled up and stuff so and that was because like my knee pads were in my pants and like when I get tackled from behind like drop to my knees the knee pad would slide out and so I land pretty yeah much they're not knee good knee pads they don't protect the anything so I, so I'm like, you know what? The volleyball knee pads, like I had some from wrestling. And so I um, just used those. Those ended up working out just fine. Um, so I, I didn't really need to get a whole lot of gear other than like the super expensive stuff. 
Yeah, which was that's, that's just crazy. You all would just travel, you know, maybe carpool together and just go mm-hmm. play. How did the season end out? Y'all made playoffs, right? Yep, we made playoffs. Uh, we got uh, we lost the first round of playoffs, which was the same team that we played like the week prior. So oh, it was like so back, back to back against the same team. I thought we were definitely good enough. Um, and I, I thought we were the better team for sure. We just gave up, like we get them, like it would be third and long for them on when they were on offense and they would, the quarterback, they'd go for it on fourth down or it'd be like third and long. And the quarterback would like run back and like scramble around and then chuck it deep to a wide receiver and oh. he'd go up and catch it and they'd get a first down or a touchdown. Like, it was just fluke big plays like that. Whereas, like, we were, like, grinding down the field, like, chunk plays. Yeah. Um, like, little three, four, five-yard gains on the run, um, stuff like that. But we just couldn't um, – uh, we couldn't also – there we also left some plays out there um, offensively. So, that happens as well. I'm not going to put it all on the defense because offense, we could have gone down and scored on every series, and we would have taken more pressure off the defense um, yeah. to make it to the next round. But – you know, it happens. It was a good learning experience. Um, it was also not pretty much a brand new team. Um, we had uh, all like new guys. There was, I think, three or four returners from like the year prior. Um, so like there was, I mean, there was a lot of like new faces. So the fact that we did that well with uh, with it being a new team and the limited practice time that we had. Um, I mean, I thought that was just kind of a true testament to um, like, the players that we had on the team and we had some, we had some studs and we had some good role players. So that was always encouraging. So awesome. Now, uh, kind of at the, now the now point of your career, we'll talk about that briefly. You already mentioned it about the river Kings, how the Titans before. And I know they're the Mm -hmm. indoor football league. I mean, I love indoor football. When I was up in the quad cities, I was a quad city steam wheeler fan. Uh, Haley and I would go and we'd go watch. It was awesome. I got some of the gear. I'm like, this is so cool. They're right there. You're barking at them. Like, yep. I haven't told him, I was like, I should try out for one of these teams. Like, let me return kicks and go be a little running back. Uh, yep. So I know it's a different league. It's not the IFL, but it's a different league. So you won't be playing the steam wheelers. So that would have been crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Or like the Barnstormers, which a lot of people know of Kurt Warner with the movie. The Barnstormers would always play the steam wheelers. Uh, we had someone, who, uh, coach of the Barnstormers here on the podcast, I think two seasons ago. But mm-hmm. Let's talk about tryouts. First off, if you make the team, we're going to be the biggest River King fans. I'm going to try to get yeah. out front row. Like, Let's hey, go. man, I'm, I'm trying to just bring everybody with me if I'm, if I make it on the team. You're going to bring everybody with me. Yeah. It's, like, it's like you need to sign this guy because he's going to bring in the fans. Um, we will get tickets. Tailgating. Soon, I promise you. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be tailgating River Kings. Oh, that will be awesome. We'll have the gear. We'll have your jerseys. Like, it'll be sweet. <laughs> but uh, tryouts. Uh, let's talk about try- or when camp is and – when the season starts, just kind of give us that. Mm-hmm. Um, so camp, our report day is March 3rd. Oh, um, but since I'm, I'm a close guy, like it works out really good for me. That's one less person that they need to find housing for. Um, one less person that, I mean, they are offering, like giving us meals and stuff like throughout camp. Um, so like, it's like the whole like nine yards. Um, but I'm just, I'm in a good situation because I'm in Cedar Rapids already. There's a lot of people that are coming from out of town. It's not just like Cedar Rapids guys yeah. or Iowa guys. We have people coming like all across the country um, to play because there's a lot of guys um, that are like former D1 players um, all the way down to like D3 players, um, JUCO players. We got everybody. And so 
Um, there's a lot of guys coming in from out of town. They're trying to make it to the league, trying to make it to the next level. Um, our coach, uh, our head coach actually played a couple seasons for the Browns. Oh, that's um, sweet. He, when he graduated, he went to a D2 school, super fast um, slot receiver. Um, and then he kind of, he went to, I think he might have went to like the, like the CFL maybe. Canadian football league. Yeah, and then he um, then he played like a, a good chunk of his career in arena football. Um, so like he's been on some winning programs. He played on the Titans for a little bit. He also played on the Barnstormers for a little bit too. So um, so yeah, he's we've got some some experience there for head coach just in arena football in general. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of people coming in, so they need so they're finding housing and stuff for them. Um, so report day is March third. And then we have physicals on the fourth. And then the fifth is when like the first day of practice starts. Like the first gotcha. day of camp is the fifth of March. And so then we're, we got camp for I think five days. And then at the end of that, um, we have I'll a scrimmage. Like a scrimmage. scrimmage. Yeah. Like an air squad. Is scrimmage. that live to the fans? I do not know if it's open to the public, but like if I do find that information out, like I would, obviously try to get that out to everybody um just to try to get some support for the river king bringing awesome. bringing football back uh i said the exactly. the catchphrase right now when they're posting on their page is uh the best show on turf so so try to try to right. get that out um but yeah so camps the whole week and then yep we have inner squad scrimmage and i think the next week like that like a week from the scrimmage is our first like exhibition game in um, the, I think it's the Alliant Powerhouse. Is what yeah, they so they're going to make the Powerhouse, the U.S. Cellular Center, into an indoor football league? Dude. Yep. yep. That's well, the, that's where the Titans – like the Titans played. and the first year of the River Kings, that's where they played. Um, yeah. But it wasn't – it was like the U.S. Cellular Center or the five-season center. Oh, I think it's it always the U.S. Cellular Center. Called. Yeah, so it's it's gone through some name changes. But, yep, it's right in downtown Cedar Rapids, kind of right in the heart of it. So right. that's where that's where our home home field is. Home field is bringing football back to Cedar Rapids. Yep. yep. Uh, let's talk about you, uh, what people can expect, uh, hopefully, when you make the team. Uh, what is the best part of your game? Like, what's one thing that the River Kings would be very beneficial to have about you? Um, I feel like I'm a good – like, I'm not, a, like, a loud vocal leader. Like, I, I'm a lead-by-example kind of a guy. And I think um, – that is kind of a very beneficial part of my game. I also am like not a, like a never quit kind of a person. So, cause I feel like those things that that's all attitude and that's all like a want to, but not so much like skill base um, qualities. So like, that's like one thing that like I want to try to bring, like always be encouraging, always being kind of like a leader. I feel like the quarterback role, like you have to be a leader anyway um, to kind of play that position. So um, at least like, when away from the skill part, I feel like that's what I can bring um, for like at least the skill part of things. Um, I have a pretty quick release. I feel like I can okay. get the ball out um, pretty quick. Um, and since like we're going to be playing some some good teams, uh, they'll be putting a lot of pressure on us like in the pocket. So I think that would be a good skill to have is getting the ball out quick. Um, you don't really need to throw the ball super far in this league because the field's only, I think, 50 yards. Yeah. The middle of the field's 25 yards. So you don't really need to throw the ball or have a big arm to be uh, successful in the league. So, I mean, I'd consider myself a, like more of a dual threat quarterback 
not that I'm like super fast or anything, but I mean, when you're, I'm really, I have good acceleration, but when your top <laughs> speed is not very high, it doesn't take you very long to get there. So, so you can get there quick, but. So, so I, I think like me having a good, like a quick, quick throwing motion, I think that will kind of help out. Um, I know there is a, there's a veteran who's been in the league. He's bounced around from some teams. He was on like the Arizona Rattlers and a couple in here. I know he was there for a while, but he's played quarterback. He's a former Ohio state uh, wide receiver, That's great. Um, but he's been, he's been doing the league or he's been in the league for, or doing arena football for a while. Um, so I'm kind of curious and like hoping to learn from him. I know he'll, he's got a lot of experience. So that'd be just like one thing that I'm kind of excited about going into it is learning from somebody who's had some good success in the league. I think that's, that'd be something awesome. Um, I mean, like to say that I'm a student of the game, so learn as much as I can is always a good thing. I feel like I feel like the day that you stop wanting to learn stuff is the day that you kind of like fail as a human. Like you gotta, oh, I totally get that. I'm actually reading a book right like, now. Like you should always, you should always be wanting to learn. Like regardless of the, if it's like your job, just about yourself, somebody else. Like I feel like you should always try to be learning. So, yeah, um, I was reading a book about that, um, about positivities and leaders and how Zig Ziglar is one of like the top motivational speakers. He's like some 80 year old dude and he was watching this guy speak and he's over there pen and pencil, like taking stuff. So he was also being a student of, you know, his craft, but that's awesome. And yeah, quick, quick release time is always good. You always see it on the NFL now, like, oh, this guy gets it out and point whatever, or this guy is a little bit slower motion compared to all the other NFL guys. So I know that's a big part of the game in which, especially in a fast paced game, like indoor football arena league, mm -hmm. uh, you got to need that. So awesome. No, I love uh, learning about the arena football. Uh, what's the official title of your league? Um, the AIF. AIF. The, yeah. yeah, I, I don't even know. It's like the Arena Indoor Football League. Gotcha. I think is so the AIF. Uh, but next, we're just going to talk about some more random things. Uh, not necessarily like too random, but kind of more quick hitters. Um, best re wide receiver you ever had. Who is like the best receiver you could just throw it up in all levels? So this could be recent Rampage. You know what? He didn't have a lot of uh, a lot of recognition. Well, I'll have to say there's two. There's two. One of them would have to be Cheyenne Mino, possession catcher. Possession catcher. I knew whenever I threw, whenever I threw him the ball, it was gonna be. Well, actually, I'll take that back. It's gonna be three people. Three people. So Cheyenne Mino, I knew if I was gonna get it to him, he was gonna catch it and hold on to the ball and ball down. Possession catch king. <laughs> so he's he was gonna make it happen. Um, the second one who didn't really get a lot of recognition, but um, Blake Meredith. Really? Yeah. He, he had some really good hands and like, I feel like he, like he didn't get as much of a chance as I think he probably should have, but gotcha. he could, I like, I just like, I went back and I was watching some highlights cause I was showing somebody something and we were in a game and I threw, threw one up just kind of like a 50, 50 ball. And he went up and got like no like no hesitation. Yeah, no. all right. So that's kind of like my that's my like hidden one. Um, and then I'd also have to say like Mason Davis, Mason Davis, him and I had a pretty good connection. Uh, my junior year when I played, and then my uh, super senior year, he yeah. came back um, for a fifth year as well. So him and I had a lot of um, a lot of yards, a lot of completions um, between the two of us. So. That was always another that was another big body that I could throw to. Um, so nice. appreciate All it. Right. I I, and then I mean I can't like 
not saying that any of the other ones were bad or anything, but <laughs> they're I have, all terrible. I wow, you but saw- like, but like, I love throwing to all of them. It's not that I hated anybody. I try to give everyone has it. You know, Tom Brady definitely has like the Randy Moss and Julian. Like those are the oh, best right. three two. But obviously, everyone else was great. We're not being bad towards we're the bashing, We're not bashing we're anybody bad. else. I promise. I love uh, everybody that I threw to. That's Even awesome. It's like uh, Drew Brees, when he retired, he, like, signed a football. It's like every one of the people who caught a touchdown from when he, like, broke a record or whatever. It was really mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah. Next one. If you weren't slinging the football, what would you be doing? Probably golfing or skiing, depending on the season. Golfing. Okay. One golfing. Two. One uh, of the two. Would you enter an amateur, like, tournament? Could you win it? Like, go into an amateur? I guess you um, Like, if it was, like, a country club – not country club, but, yeah, like a – Cause there's a lot of places that will have like just amateur tournaments. Yeah. I think if you gave me like a month or two to prepare for it, like I'd like probably practice like day. every day getting stuff like dialed in. I think I would score. Okay. I don't think I'd win per se. You like, I would say, like, maybe I, I just don't know. Like, like what I'd be going up. You're against. being way like, too humble. Cause everyone who's listening, when we play our best ball tournaments, we're always, yep, just go with Isaac shot. And like, we score <laughs> under par, like we're balling. Like we'll maybe take one or two of ours after he has one like bad hit, but you're very good. I would love to see it. I would caddy you and absolutely tell you nothing. I'd be like, yep, just hit him. You got it. Well, no, I'd, I'd just probably like shoot the crap with you and, like, <laughs> and then get distracted. Like, hey, so, uh, what do you think on this one? What do you think? Like, <laughs> if I do this, how crazy would that be? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you're crazy good at golf. I know that definitely be one of the things you'd be doing. If not, um, I know we play all the time. So hoping this summer we'll be mm-hmm. playing again. Uh, oh, two yeah. more questions here for you. Uh, a little bit more easier, but Super Bowl prediction. We're a football podcast here. The NFL playoffs are here. They are here now. You watch. You are very involved. Involved with fantasy football. Um, Super Bowl prediction. Um, you know what? There's a couple teams I'd love to see. Ooh, okay. My just just going off of seeding right now, I'm gonna say like the Ravens and the 49ers, just off of seeding. What I'd love to see, I'd love to see the Bills get a Super Bowl. I'd love to see the Bills get a Super Bowl because they've kind of they've been just like on the verge of it yep. for the last like couple years. I'd love to see the Bills get a Super Bowl. The Texans, the Texans could be kind of dangerous, man. Yeah, I'm 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 enjoying the Texans. I I've got a friend who's who's a big Texans fan, so like we've been watching the games together and stuff. I'd love to see the Texans win. I'm a Steelers fan, so like you know I'm gonna say Steelers. <laughs> oh, I got 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 root for my dogs. You know Mike Tomlin's the goat. I don't care I what anybody, definitely... anybody else is gonna say. Mike Tomlin's the goat. Um, so I I mean those are some of the teams I'd love to see. Um, I mean the Chiefs the Chiefs are okay. I was kind of rooting for the Dolphins a little bit, but they kind of struggled last night. They didn't look very good, in, in my opinion. I don't. I don't think they looked very oh, good. Um, just some some questionable decisions um, when it came to like the passing game. I thought. I thought they didn't really. Um, I don't know. They they missed out on a lot of opportunities. I feel like. Um, so I don't know. Those those are just kind of spitballing out, spitballing there. So we'll we'll see gotcha. how it goes. So, 49ers, out. Ravens, or if not, you want the Bills or the Texans. I honestly like the Texans. I like CJ Stroud. I said he was the best quarterback coming out of the draft. So I'm just really good at choosing the best quarterbacks coming out of drafts uh, here lately. 
Um, I know it's me. Hey, well, hey, can you, can you like foreshadow some of that like magic on me? Like, hey, is it calling? Like, going to like uh, going into the River Kings? Team. Yes, I do think that he's gonna be the star. He's gonna make the team. We're already repping the jersey. I can envision. It I need you to manifest that. Manifest uh, yeah, definitely. No, we're rooting for you, and obviously, we want you to do it. But uh, awesome Super Bowl prediction. Last question here. Uh, your brother did come on the podcast, Brevin Hahn. Yep. We had a fantastic talk. That was a very good uh, interview. And we're <laughs> supposed to get together and play Monopoly sometime. This is a big yes. thing. Who's the best? So, Isaac, who's better yes. at Monopoly, you or Brevin? Oh, Brevin, hands down. Oh, like, there's no, I thought there's you no, There's no, like, Brevin somehow just, like, manifests. So, like, for me, I'm kind of, like, a strategic person. So, like, I'm trying to spend as little money as possible. Okay. And then, like, when I throw my trades together, I throw – I try to make it, obviously, to benefit me. Yeah. Um, Brevin is, like – most of the time, they're like, oh, well, like, the banker, like, is not good. Like, they usually cheat and stuff. Brevin, I will have to give him a lot of credit. He is a really good banker. Okay. Like, he said he doesn't, really cheat. he doesn't really cheat. He brings out good rules. Um, He's pretty good dispersing the money and everything. So I mean he does he does a very good job at the banker, but I will have to say Brevin is the better Monopoly player. For me, it's like, okay, well, I'll give you this card to complete your set, but then I don't have to pay anything when yeah, I, that, I love those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get a free, free house. And then what ends up happening is people get pissed off because then I just land on those colors yeah. and then they give me all my stuff back. Cause they're like, here, I don't want it anymore. You get it back. Great. So I'm like, okay, oh, hey, that's that's fine with me. Like, I love I those know. trades. That's kind of how I roll with Monopoly as well. Mm-hmm um i think it will be definitely a really good game when the three of us play yes i think it's gonna happen we're putting it together here soon y'all i've been talking oh yeah play some monopoly but brevin is the uh the prediction the plus the minus 110 winner of monopoly that is funny and i like how honest you are like you broke it down like brevin is that dude like he's the banker great banker you know what i gotta give credit where credit's due man i'm I'm not gonna i'm not gonna try to talk myself up and and lie about the other people man i'm gonna give them the credit the flowers um y'all who are listening this has been an awesome episode awesome interview with isaac Khan talking about all things football and a career path that a lot of people uh don't typically take it's been awesome it's been fun uh look forward for the monopoly video maybe we'll make a monopoly video with the hans but uh any last words before we sign off nope just thanks for letting me be on the podcast i appreciate it man all righty much love see you later y'all peace